0: Us. I'm Paul Wilson, and I'm Chris Hemke, and this is Diesel Performance Podcast. Chris, we've had a great couple of weeks here on the show. Uh, don't know if you caught the, we rebroadcasted uh, the DIY with Turbo Tom, and we yep. did the end of year. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we've had a chance to kind of look back at all the years we've been doing the podcast. God, five, seven years now or so. Um, it's been a lot of fun, man. We've we've yeah. had a lot of a lot of really cool shows, a lot of really cool projects. And there's a few things that I think that we still wanted to do here in twenty twenty three as mm-hmm. we as we get going. Stuff that we still get excited about. Stuff yeah. that we still think could make the show better. Mm-hmm. Um one of those is I, I think back to what we're gonna talk about today, and that's budget builds.
1: Yeah, I think as we reflected over the last, you know, <laughs> five six years and the popularity of budget builds is something that we we can't ignore (laughs) you know guys really like when we hypothetically put builds together um we've done budget builds where we fight about it we've done builds where you know we we try to stay within a dollar amount and say like hey here's a blueprint to you know potentially you know something awesome and we've we've gotten mixed emotions it's usually good feedback we've had some guys in the past like oh you couldn't build that for that price yeah you couldn't buy that truck for that price so we were sitting there thinking like dude, let's just do a real world budget build
0: i it's it's an idea i think we've had for yeah. a long time we've it always is- wanted to do a real truck it, it's a lot of time that goes into it mm-hmm. there's obviously real money that goes into it there's there's a lot of passion who's going to do the work what are we going to do with it when it's done um so so we got an opportunity uh somebody i think our listeners have heard from before tim Mahoney is with us today tim how the hell are you
2: i'm good guys thanks for uh thanks for having me on again
0: absolutely uh tim we got you in the shop because you were standing by my office i want to say all of two weeks ago maybe three weeks ago and happened to mention that you had a cheap lb7 you had picked up recently can you tell us a little bit about the truck
2: yeah, I think I was standing by your office trying to convince you to give me some injectors or something like that. But true, uh, I think that's true. how the conversation that, that is, started.
0: He was conning me for some free injectors. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> so uh, scum,
1: <laughs> just
2: scum. <laughs> but that got the the wheels turning. So I, I bought a, I think it's an O one. Uh, it's a I would be the third owner of it. It was uh, running but not driving when I bought it. Okay. Um, picked it up a couple hours away. I honestly bought it for my Duraburb swap. And uh, got a 2000 Duraburb I was going to put everything in and wound up going a different direction with that project. So um, this LB7 has been sitting in the parking lot, and I didn't really want to put any money into it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. It had no brake lines. They were rotted out of it. Um, The injectors would clear out an intersection on a a good day. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it it definitely needed some love. I I got the shop guys just so I could – my most recent plan for it was just either a winter beater or a plow truck. So, um, I got the, got the shop guys to, we did some breaks and lines and everything on it, kind of get it running. And, um, you know, we started kicking around the idea of, I think the, the Hager LB7 comes to mind and, and yep. mine for ultimate just clapped out, power hungry, like short of pieces of shit, pieces of shit, um, but yeah, so we got to talking about this thing and adding some power to it and getting it on the road and started driving it home back and forth, putting some fresh fuel in there and thing actually, uh, it runs halfway decent.
0: Yeah. So it is, it, it now runs and drives. Runs and drives. Uh, it's, it's got, got-
2: 210,000 miles on it. There you it. go. Original injectors, original trans. It's a it's a bone stock truck with a dual cap back exhaust, which uh, honestly, I've, Pretty much just bought it because it had a dual exhaust on an LB7, <laughs> and uh, it's got a rusted four inch intake, but it has never been tuned, and it actually drives like it's never been tuned. Yeah. The trans actually is uh, it appreciates life right now.
1: <laughs> well, we see a lot, <clears throat> we've seen a lot with you know, like throughout the years, Paul and I, you know, working over at Calibrated Power Duramax Tuner, there's always guys that are trying to like repurpose old trucks or yeah. older trucks, and I think we we saw that uh, become even more so popular throughout COVID, you know. Um, truck prices we all know are crazy you know getting your hands on new stuff is quite difficult Uh, but wrapping your head around the cost of what a new truck goes for is is pretty insane so (laughs) you know getting uh you know we get a lot of guys that call in and they're like hey you know i'm thinking about this or i'm thinking about that and you know um maybe they don't have a power goal in mind but they have a use in mind with the truck you know that goes a long way but uh you know tim you were able to pick a pick this truck up and i mean it's no show queen by any means right but you were able to pick up the truck for a couple grand
2: yeah, I'm I was thirty one hundred bucks into it with fuel to get it to the shop. Okay. Uh, I got a little bit of my own time and, and Anthony went up there and got it with me and it was fun getting on the trailer and yeah. all that. But uh for you know, for a truck and a motor, a harness and all that stuff for what I was planning to do with it oh, to yeah, put I it in agree. the suburban, it's it's what I, I needed to make that project complete. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, we're definitely not a lot of money into it. I got brakes and stuff like that. I mean, the, the, the potential is there. Right. And that's kind of where, um, you know, we started tossing around the idea adding some power to this thing. And I still remember when I first started coming around the shop and hanging around Nick, uh, he gave me a quote for an LML to do like a 600 horsepower package. And it was, it was $12,000 to do, you know, a 600 horsepower LML, Yeah. um, so I think I'm probably getting my getting ahead of myself here, but uh, the plan is more or less we're we're trying to put that amount of money into this truck and uh, and make that kind of power.
0: Yeah, that's it, man. So yeah. so the idea is we we now have a truck and we have somebody who's going to to be working on the labor and 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 putting the love into this that it needs to actually get done uh, and really looking to say, okay, well, if we had a fifteen thousand dollar budget, what can we do with the truck? right so so we're going to document everything uh our producer on the show is also our video guy over at duramax tuner so we'll have a lot of these videos on duramax tuner's youtube channel we'll also have videos uh available on the podcast channel and then we'll have a whole lot of episodes that you guys will be able to hear where we're going to bring tim in um and and we'll be talking to tim and kind of getting build updates and things like that um as we as we did this, one of the things we agreed on was that we had to set some goals for yeah. the truck. Well, how do we know we've succeeded at this project? What are we trying to accomplish? Um, Tim, walk us through it. it it's it's going to be your truck when we're done with this. So what what do you want to get out of it at the end?
2: So I guess the original goal here was to you know. Most of us here, I guess, with the exception of, of of you guys, Paul and Justin, we all drive newer trucks. I mean, I drive a newer truck because it's what I do do here for a living, right? So, um, what would be the alternative to going out and buying a new sixty or seventy thousand dollar truck? And what I use, you know, other than to get to and from work, what I use my truck for is is driving out west, going on snowmobile trips, trips, going on side by side trips. So, how can we duplicate that as a guy who has a budget, who has toys, who maybe you have a family, and you know what, your wife's not all. About about you going and spending seventy grand on a new truck. Um, how do we put something together where you have a budget, say you know twelve, fifteen thousand dollars, and you got to buy a truck and you got to put money into it, but you want it to be reliable to make a adventure. You know you want to take the take the family out. Um, you know my destination is Colorado. That's where my parents live. So to me, that's that's where I usually go when I have some free time. So it's a thousand miles each way. So my goal is to put a truck together, not only with the power gains and stuff we're going to get into here shortly, but I want to be able to drive it uh, to and from, and I want it to be worry-free. God, Tim, such a dad. His first goal
0: was was yeah. having a reliable vehicle he could trust. How boring.
1: I mean, I was the one that convinced him. Like, yeah, we got to make some power. Like, <laughs> we got to be able to go to the drag strip. That's something that we do a lot of in the summer months. Like, we got to go to the track and we got to turn some good numbers. Yeah, right. So there's a power goal that we have in mind with this, and there's this internal, you know, theory of like. You know, stock motor, stock bottom end LB7, worth about 650 horsepower. Peak. Right? So yeah. at, a peak. at a peak. I mean, so. I think,
2: like, we wrote down 650. I think Hager's truck was, like, 673. Yep. So I think our goal is 674.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay. Okay. So the Redmon, the the Rod Bender five thousand yes. tune. Yes. Yeah. Right? We're
2: gonna give her the Rod okay. Bender tune. And then, I mean, we're we're definitely getting ourselves a- ahead of ourselves. But after we start doing these parts, you know, I-, I think we're gonna take you guys along for the journey on the tuning side and kind of walk you through what yeah. we're doing to keep this thing alive.
1: And there's some modernization that we're planning on doing with the truck, adding potentially like another gear in the trans and a couple little different things there as well.
2: Yeah. So me and you have taken this thing to lunch, and yeah. the one place we go out on lunch, I mean, it's a fifty-five mile an hour speed limit, and uh, you're already winding that thing out no, with, yeah. you know fifth gear 55 mile an hour it's we're all talking all. to each um, other
1: going huh what <laughs> yeah. What?"
2: i mean I, i'm going deaf but still like <laughs> chris has driven my new ford uh i mean 91 mile an hour at 2000 rpm i mean think of we, we tune a ton of cummins trucks you know the the
1: 15 you go down the highway 85 you know mile an hour you're you're right at that 2000 1950 2100 right in that ballpark like
0: and the lb7's it's at a like far cry 3, at oh 16. man you're redline yeah you're redline to a 90 <laughs> like a, Forget it, man.
1: It's uh, it's brutal. But it, it, it's crazy to me, you know, talking to guys throughout the years and being in a six-speed truck. Go to a, drive a five speed and then just get out of it and get into the six speed truck and Ugh. do the same mile an hour like
2: you're waiting. You're dude, waiting for a shift. Why it, isn't it shift? It's shifting? wild.
1: Yeah. It is wild.
2: Um, but the 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 LB7, I, I guess that has also always been that like, hey man, these these things are great on on fuel economy, yep. right? They just are. They're workhorses. So we set a goal of obviously whether we're towing and stuff like that. Obviously there's there's a little bit of room to talk about there. We set uh, I think 24 mile per gallon is what we were talking about shooting for on a long distance <laughs> trip on. I think, I mean, big from, swing here. from what I've swing. seen, can swing. I just
0: say, the, the, the amount, the level of how mechanically sound this truck has to be to do 24 I, miles in the gallon. I'm thinking- it, 10 years ago in an LB7, I was like, oh no, those are out there. Like, thinking, like we've seen them, they're out there.
1: <laughs> no pilot. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like
0: this thing's going to be 12. <laughs> You're going to have
1: a main injection
0: and that's it. degrees <laughs> of timing. Uh, it's going to make 80 horsepower on this tune. Engine yeah.
2: yeah. coolant might be a little hot. Yeah. But um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see what she does. Um so yeah, we, we set some goals there. I mean, towing, I don't know what would be good. 16, 18 miles per gallon towing. I know if I hook any sort of trailer onto my Ford, it instantly goes down to like twelve. So um in my opinion, if if we can do better than that, if we could be awesome. in the teens, we're yeah. we're pretty well set. Yep, yep. Um like that 13. quarter mile
0: times. Hit me with these quarter mile times now. I think
2: Chris told me I I softballed this one, so he might he might Trying to knock uh, us down. Do we got some
0: pushback. So, so I had in my notes thirteen seconds, sub thirteen second quarter my... time. But I remember built trans, just built trans stock turbo LB7 should be able to smoke a sub thirteen. No, nope.
1: my LB7, my O3 truck stock turbo built trans would go twelve eighties, twelve nineties. That truck it made 600 on our dyno with a stealth, yep. and that truck would go 1220s,
2: 1230s. So, and this is a crew cab short bed. Yeah, that's with a, little a little bit of a rust, you know, some some weight in your favor, a little yeah. bit of panels not rusted. Yes. Right. Okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a it, it, it's a tall order, I think, as we we take a look at this of getting into 650 at this <laughs> at, at at this age on a truck. Uh, I always have the question about like. What else are we going to find as we get into it? So we tried to come through with a parts list of assuming that the truck is at least mechanically sound to get started, right? So, well, there was the, the knowledge. The
1: main, the main thing here. The first goal was reliable, yeah. Right. So, what what are the wear items on a two hundred thousand mile truck? Well, a twenty yeah. two year old truck, nonetheless.
0: Right. This is this is where I think I, I think the only way to find out is to dive into it, right? Yeah. Of like, what are we? What don't we note now? Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we believe the truck to be mechanically sound. I think you had a wheel bearing.
2: Wheel bearing, uh, drive shafts getting whatever you want, rebalanced. New drive. Oh, we're putting a, a one piece drive shaft in it because we're trying a race to truck take now. this thing to the track. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it had the factory two piece. I mean, it was it was growling. Carrier bearing yeah. was
1: unhappy. U joints were bad.
2: Yep. So uh, yeah, so we're going to get some of going to
0: get some of those basics up to date, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get started now. So we did
2: new lines. Okay. Uh, new brake lines through the whole truck and uh new rotors pads caliper you know the whole the whole nine yards there and then had the guys in the shop um we didn't change the fluids yet but if i was going to drive it i wanted to make sure that they were all top all topped off um four wheel drive does work though so tested that out in the snow so check that one (laughs) off the list um i have driven my kids in here so it is it is safe enough to the point where i feel confident taking the kids around town in it so Or ballsy, right? (laughs) Right, or they were being real assholes that day. You're like, you know what? You're we're riding in the LB7. Yep. I mean, Timmy's down. Timmy's down for the get down. If you've (laughs) if you've met or seen Timmy, so.
1: So, Paul, what what are some of the things that come to your mind when we talk about a 22 year old, 200 thousand mile truck? What are some of the the basic wear items that you would think of?
0: Okay. Um. Number one, I think we've hit some of them. So suspension, everything to do with suspension on a 22 year old (laughs) truck. Uh. I think is, like, one of the first things that I go to of, like, oh, no, we're, we're going to have to talk about front-end components here at some point yeah. probably sooner than later. Yeah. Um, U-joints, shaft, I love all that stuff. That's, that's definitely, I think, some problem areas. Injectors, I think you addressed injectors. You, yeah. You ran, at, you ran at some, some point, this thing's
2: going to have to run on diesel and not ATF. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough <laughs> – there's more ATF in the tank than there is in the trans. Just <laughs> –
0: it cleared up it's such an lb7 owner thing to do um i i I love it i I think this will be one of those that that if you're if you're out there and you've been kind of thinking like hey can i get away with this i think tim's pretty willing to test those questions of of Mm -hmm. can i get away with this and that that's what we're starting to see um I think as we start getting into where do we go from here, I mean, I'd love to hear that we're actually starting with a stock truck. Chris, we've tried to do real budget builds over at Duramax Tuner multiple times.
1: You know, Nick got his hands on it and screwed the plans up multiple there, times. There was a
0: plan to do an LBZ, if anybody remembers. Mm. Uh, we had a guy, Tyler Franzen, run the budget build. We did a $15,000 budget build. Mm. Uh, we planned to go buy a Rust Bucket LBZ. Um Nick, uh, our boss, uh, jumped on Craigslist and found the nicest LBZ he could possibly buy in the entire country and bought that. That's what we started with. Uh, Then we tried to do the LML for one of our employees. Um, We ended up putting a lot of parts and a wrap and a lot of energy into a truck to go sled pulling with a guy who... Well, well, we'll just baseline here. His first time out, he didn't go over 50% throttle. <laughs> so maybe he wasn't really super competitive with, yeah. with the outcome of that truck. Yeah. We did an L5P at the same time for, for another employee. We did.
2: Um, that, I, I would consider that a success. It was I, just such a new basic truck at the time. And yes. We had polls where guys were like, this truck's truck, too heavy. That truck but did but really, stopped. really well. Yes. Yeah, That
1: truck did really, really, so, really so well. So that's
0: where I was like, that truck, I think... I think that truck did everything we wanted it to do. I don't think we had a big enough goal mm-hmm. for that truck. I don't no. think that truck had the problem. But it also was a $60,000 truck yeah. that we started with. Yeah. I, I don't know how budget
2: build no. friendly that I mean, build was. $5,000 to tune that truck when it first came out? Yeah. This
1: is yeah. probably the first, like, this is a real life re- uh, representation of the budget build episodes that have done really well for us in the past. Yep. You know, I remember. The first budget bill that we did um, was Shibby. Shibby, Yumi, Scott. You know, holler at Scott there. Shout out. Um, I remember getting a bunch of flack about that because shibby was talking about doing uh, a cab off in someone's garage with two forklifts they were talking about you know ratchet straps ratchet straps sorry right no better memory than me involved, Yep, yeah. ratchet straps um there were conversations about you know getting trucks for certain costs and stuff like that so yeah. you know there were a lot of what-ifs and they were a lot of hypotheticals and it could potentially happen in the real world if you played your cards right and granted, are you gonna find an LB seven for thirty one hundred dollars every day? Probably not, but they do exist. It's out and there, there are those projects. Yeah. And I mean I think Nick
2: know, told me I overpaid. Yeah, no,
1: no, <laughs> Nick Nick did say that. Nick did say that. So, you know, this is one of those cool like the truck is a blank slate. Yeah. You know, it's not often that you find a, a bone stock, you know, style truck. So, you know, it's cool for us to kind of put our money where our mouth is in a sense. We've talked about this. We've preached this stuff before. We have dealt with customers on certain projects like this. So it's really cool to kind of, uh, you know, explore and, you know, promote, you know, what, what true possibilities there are on on these older trucks
0: that's right and one thing i've always said that i love across uh, all vehicles is when you have something wildly illogical where the math does not make sense uh that's something i really like about a build yeah. and this truck uh the goal is to have more in parts than we do in truck yeah by far
1: yeah, i mean he's probably there
2: now so. <laughs> yeah just the brakes uh, so us
0: up. so to get to 650 horsepower that's our that's our kickoff point um what? Which I think we're, we're going to do stages,
2: right? Okay. So we want to bring you guys as much content as we can. We want to do it as you know, hey, I just bought the trucks. What are the first mods are going to be? Yeah, yeah, it would be cool. Let's line up all these parts and let's all install them all at once, right? I don't think that's realistic for a lot of guys, especially if you just bought this truck. A lot of them still got to drive to work, right? Yep. So this is uh, we're going to kind of do this like a DIY as you go build. At least until we break something, and then maybe we'll throw all the parts in at once. Um, but we talked about uh, Justin and I were sitting down, going over a plan earlier. Talked about getting on the dyno. I've never dynoed a stock LB7. I don't even know what it should make. I mean, <laughs> $270, 300 I have yeah. no
1: idea. Let's I'd say so, two two sixty, two seventy. Yeah. yeah, I
2: think that's a pretty safe. Yeah, assumption. I think they advertised at three hundred, right? Yeah. So, so like we're gonna start. We're gonna start from the bottom with this thing. Like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna rebaseline it. We're gonna try and and date those power numbers as we go um i think we talked about doing the the 6 B conversion there right at the front because i want to do it on the ground as the end user would before we maybe dive into the built trans um so that wouldn't necessarily i mean you're not going to add power with the 6 B conversion um and then we'll start with you know our jack king whatever the trans will hold type tuning and we'll go from there um but yeah so as far as the build the end build uh, we're going to leave the motor alone. I think the head gaskets are good, so we're going to start there. Um, simple plan. Talked about 45 o'ers, 10-mil pump, Stealth 67, um, budget-built trans, and probably lift pump. Fucking, fucking
0: t- tuning Tim over here overshoots it. Need needs 650, so he goes with 45 and a 10-mil with a, with a 67. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's, that's a lot of all of that.
2: I mean, uh, so Hager's, we did... I think those were 30-overs, yeah. and they were a no-name 30-over kind of and some pump. sort of sportsman pump, yep. and uh, that was like the full 3250, like, yeah. Hey, dude, uh, let me just tell you, that truck, total, total pile.
1: I drove that truck. He gave me that truck. I needed a vehicle one day, and I had to drive a couple hours right, in that thing. And that thing was the definition of a death trap. Like
2: (laughs) we had it on this truck. It was the diesel insights, basically, right? We did with Hager's truck. So you guys, you guys have seen it. God, was that the little pump? (laughs) That that would have been the little
1: little pump. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go check out Duramax Tuners YouTube channel. Look for the uh, used truck Truck health. That's right, used truck health. Yeah. Uh, yep. low Pump and Helen Keller welding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is. Just so we're all Those on the same page from yeah. that video. I'm
2: pretty sure the first time I welded the traction bars on there for him, I didn't have a mask, and he was driving down the street, and the bar fell off the first time. <laughs> so, just so, Just so we're all on the same page. Maybe we can do
1: some sled pulling with this thing this year, oh, too. Oh, I
2: think it's like. It's gonna run until the motor's not out of it anymore. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna do our best to uh, shape the power uh, north of 3,000 RPM yeah. and uh, and give her hell. I mean, we got the diesel drags coming up in spring. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it's gonna get. I mean, it'll probably get worked until it's no more type of yeah. deal. Uh. I just hope it doesn't go no more too soon, and I have to put like a motor in it because that wouldn't be cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it would kill the whole budget build yeah, part yeah. of the project. We're
2: gonna try and get the budget build done before we kill it.
0: Okay. Okay, and have some fun. I like when we do planning while we're recording. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, think about it. What what's different? I had a, I was talking to this uh, younger kid yesterday, and he was telling me he had a second gen. You know, a bunch of modifications on it, and. He's You're like, yeah,
0: nostalgic. Yeah, yeah right now,
1: um, and he's sitting there. He's like, you know, half the fun just you know building the stuff in the garage. He's like, and when my buddies want me to help them, we come up with game plans. And if they're faster than me, that's just more motivation for me to be faster than them next time. You know, so a lot of that planning is essentially in in a roundtable type conversation like this.
2: Yeah. You know, Oh, well, it's just a competition or a couple beers sitting around in the garage, and, yeah, well, then uh, the hey, drunk I, talk gets. I think this will work. Or... <laughs> then
1: you know, Paul starts making a lot of promises. You <laughs> know? How do you think I got married? <laughs> (laughs) Um, How do you think we got a set of injectors out,
0: (laughs) Paul? Hey, it was daylight. I wasn't drunk then. Um, (laughs) All right. All right. So so we're through the, the injectors, the turbo, transmission. There's... Quite a bit of variation in where we could go with the trans. Now, if you're going to call a shop and talk to like like Chris and ask him what should I do for a six hundred and fifty horsepower LB7 to my trans build, mm-hmm. there's a, a list of modifications that there's, you would recommend to make to that trans.
1: There is one of those things when you when you try to educate someone that, that's new and trying to find out information. There's the difference between building something to support a power versus something that's going to handle the power versus something that's going to stay together at that power level for a long time. Right. Right. So when we talk like budget builds and stuff like that, like, let, let's be real. We could build the trans with stock clutch and steels, add additional frictions in the C3s, C4s, you know, minimal valve body modification, put a converter in it yeah. and send it. Right. Like, yeah. is that going to stay together? It'll make the pass. Is it going to stay together for 70, 80,000 miles at that power? No. Um... But when we talk like budget, you know, like we can do like a, a GPZ clutch steel combination and, you know, we would run that like in our 550 builds and we could probably run that in a truck. There's there's shops that run those clutches in a higher horsepower build. I'm not saying that that's the wrong thing, yeah. but that's not something that we would do in the higher builds for long-term reliability. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, the idea is is that there is a budget. We still need to be reliable. Yeah, I mean,
2: the trans is are like you're talking – You'd know numbers better than I will. But you're talking about a third to half of my budget in yeah. just the trans right? No, piece, I mean, right?
1: if we were to do and spec a trans accordingly, it would probably be like a 750 capable. And you're talking 58, you know, 55 to $6,000, depending on how you, you trick that trans out yeah. just in the trans. So, you know, we're, we're looking to, to budget this thing out around a few grand, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and a converter is expensive. Yeah, I think, so.
2: I, think uh, I mean... I. I've killed an LML converter, so yeah. I, I don't think we're going to go down that uh, that that bridge, if you will. But I think we're talking about doing a DT550. I mean, give her the, the DJ special, as I call it, and do a nice, good converter, you know, a 750-horse style converter in there, and, and just see see what it'll take. But like I said, I mean, that's our foundation. Like, yeah. that's going to eat up most of our money. Um, it gives us the ability to add power, but it's not going to add any yeah. more power. So,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, same thing with the next couple of mods here, which which – I think we need to throw, I mean, you said it's got a rusty four-inch intake, so we'll probably have to talk about an intake at some point. Probably to man. talk about She's traction a... bars, lift pump, you know, the yeah. things that we do to the truck to support that peak power number. Yeah. Um, they're all going to have to get rolled into that. So I think this is going to be – I don't think the challenge was necessarily coming up with a horsepower recipe. I think the three of us have a pretty good handle on what it takes for an LB7 to make the power. Um, I think the real challenge is going to end up being, like I said before, is what don't we know? what are we going to find out as we start to No, we're like we're
2: we're under budget right now right we have i have the parts written down we know what we're getting ourselves into we literally
0: have have a budget and we already have planned to go over it and now the plan is don't worry we'll figure out how to shave costs somewhere yeah that's that's where we're starting from
1: yeah i mean of course
0: yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like every diesel truck build, Chris, I think I, mean, I have a quote from you one time. Anytime you have a budget for a build, you want to go ahead and write all that down on a piece of paper, <laughs> crumple it up, and throw it out the window. Um,
1: well, it's the last, it's the it's the last ten percent that 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 nickel and diming, right? That that's going to get you. The nice thing with a build like this, and to your point, yeah, there are going to be some unforeseen things. It is a a used older truck. But this is all like a DIY bolt-on style project. Like I, I deal with, with guys on a daily basis that will perform this work in their garage on a weekend. Yeah. You know, so that that's what I, I think is most interesting with doing something like this in real world is you, if you're crafty and you have a couple of, of buddies that you can rely on, like you could replicate this and you literally could build something at a similar budget with a couple of friends that's right you
0: know and i think what will be fun about making these videos is generally uh at duramax tuner when we make videos you get to see a really well polished final project Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe we release it in stages or in steps or whatever but like we've completed it generally before we started shooting right. or we d- we made decisions around how it was edited or what we shot or what we put together so that you would get you as the viewer would get the best experience um this i think we're going to approach a little bit differently so when we run into problems when we have challenges when an ecm crashes on the first day and we're because we're trying to flash it and oh. it's an lb7 uh we're we're going to be transparent, yeah. right, yeah. Is, is we're going to show you guys, the, the viewers, the listeners, the fans, we're going to show you guys what this really looks like, what this really is, uh, and
1: then kind of take it yeah. from there. No, we don't We don't have the professionals in the shop to lean on to, uh, to Band-Aid us to a certain extent, right? Like No, you're going to have... see
2: me learn how to <laughs> install a six-speed conversion and a few other parts here. So.
1: We have minimal <laughs> mechanical experience. Like, we, we know enough to be dangerous, right? Yes, no. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm still getting wrenches for Christmas. Yeah,
0: I got a socket kit. That's then all. Then, uh, that's like, yes! you, you know how you know you're not a fucking mechanic? Your wife buys you sockets because yeah. if you're really a mechanic, your wife knows you own too many tools. No, no, like yeah.
1: My girlfriend a few years ago bought me a screwdriver set. I'm like, "Oh, thanks. I have plenty of these, but thank well, you." You were know? in the First checkout out
0: lane and saw this and yeah. thought of me. No, no, no. Me. It was it was a
1: full-on order. You never oh, have oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. you can never have too many screwdrivers. No, you can never you have, have too many. You know, and that's something else I've learned being a homeowner, never yeah. have okay. too many screwdrivers. True. Never ever.
0: I need a flathead in every every room. <laughs> Fuck
1: dude. And only no one lie. Phillips in the house. No yes. lie. Yes, no lie. 100%. Yeah. Well,
0: agreed. Um Yeah, I I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think this is going to be a project that that it's gonna take a while. Uh, do we got? Did you sit down and do a calendar here? Do we? Do we got an estimate on how long it's gonna take you to finish?
2: No. Uh, I guess it depends on which parts break first or what we find wrong. I mean, we're gonna get plugging along on it. So we're gonna probably start with either the dyno or the six-speed conversion, and we're gonna start. We're gonna start stabbing on it, you know. And I don't know what parts are like. You know, I don't know, is it going to take a week, two weeks to get the 45 overs or, you know, depending upon what we do there, we find a used killer deal like awesome. Um, I don't think we get the benefit of Black Friday. Like, too bad we didn't do this two months ago because we probably could add some stuff to our budget there. But yeah, uh, true. we got some March sales coming up. Yeah. So maybe planning around there. But I, I think we're I mean, we're trying to get rocking and rolling in by spring. Yeah. Um, Originally, when we first started talking about this, it was before Thanksgiving, and it was like, oh, I'll take it on a snowmobile trip, right? Well, we're already in January, so, <laughs> um, you know, uh, J-Bone and I, uh, we definitely live a lot closer than coming to the shop, so we're going to try and do a lot of this in uh, my, my mini shop or my garage as, uh, as I've been working on that, too. So hopefully have uh, – I got electric out there now, so uh, now I just got to get heat for Justin so he can come out and film, and we can get we can get going on this stuff. I mean, diesel drags are in April? Does that sound right?
1: I don't sure. know, man. I don't know if it's April, May. Yeah, it's sure.
2: Either way, we're going. Like June? Going. <laughs> June? No, 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 sure. no, no. It's that's like lead. UCC. No? I mean, okay. you're we're a couple years out from that UCC Diesel, build. With Diesel this thing.
0: drags at Byron Diesels drag strip. Yeah. It's cold. They do it, it twice it usually, a year when it's cold. Usually it's snows been both. Been there times. in years, man. Yeah, it's well, been, You're going this year. Yeah, I can't wait.
2: <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, if there's something you guys want to see us do, honestly, similar to... Your, you guys right like the injectors I probably don't really feel comfortable doing that myself so I'm going to try and like con one of my friends or co-workers into doing that with me in my garage so uh, similar to what you guys would do right if if you know a buddy who's a diesel mechanic which yeah. chances are if you're messing around with your truck you probably do right Hopefully. somebody got you into this mess Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try and con one of the guys into uh, give me a hand at least show me what to do or doing it all together one of the two but um, definitely some stuff there I, I, I really look forward to uh, knocking out myself so
0: absolutely yeah man i think it's going to be a ton of fun uh i'm excited to see um i'm excited to see it run down the track i'm excited to see this thing kick some ass down the road and uh uh, we'll be tracking it all along the yeah. way. Chris, you're going to be real tied in on this one. You're going to be doing yeah, a lot yeah. of the, the feedback and, and kind of updates on this and yep. uh, filling us in and interviewing Tim as we go forward. So, yeah. listeners, you guys uh, have some some Tim and Chris episodes to look Tim forward to. And and yep.
2: If some anyone's in Nebraska, well. I might need a tow home or all the way to Colorado. Um, <laughs> I like that you're two. already <laughs> planning your
0: breakdown spot. I think Nebraska's a little aggressive, but, by yeah. the way. Iowa might be, Iowa, more, Iowa more, might be more your speed. <laughs> yeah.
2: If we get to the I-80, like, it's a win, dude. (laughs)
0: It's mostly downhill from there. Um... Yeah, so so this will be a lot of fun. We'll be uh, talking, of course, to our sponsors about getting our sponsors involved on this yep. build as well. So I know we'll be talking with Jason and uh, the Whirly Crew from WC Fab. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, same as XRG Performance, of course. That's who we're going to be running for a fuel system in this truck. Uh, uh, XDP. I- I'm not exactly sure what XDP is going to jump into here, but we're going to talk with with our friends over there. Uh, they're, they've been an awesome sponsor for the show, so so we're gonna talk to them about you know where right. where their name fits in. To this build i think they deal a lot with diy guys as oh, well uh and then of course we have a whole slew of duramax tuner calibrated power products uh already lined up and slated for this truck so yeah. i think this is going to be a going to be one that you guys are going to want to follow along for so we'll make sure
1: it's going to be an interesting one i Paul. think i think can <laughs> yes. i just say
0: early on
2: i think this truck needs a name i mean i've been calling it whitey but we can do whatever you guys want because 2023 if, bro i don't think we can do that anymore. can't do it whitey um, I was going to get, so the plates, I haven't registered it yet. We talked about like uh, potentially offering like, hey, if someone wanted to uh, to sponsor, sponsor this gig, like we'll put whatever you want on the license plate. Um, Anthony, formerly known as Rusty LB7, is now Rusty LOI. So I thought of maybe just picking up the rusty LB7 and, you know, just, just going just with it. running with that title. The Instagram hashtag's got to be fresh there. You know? Um Are you going to make an hey,
1: Instagram page for the truck?
2: He's got to. Of course. To. Wow. Of course. His oh, so We get have the, the hashtag.
1: The we been... get stickers for the rear window wow. like everybody. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, Interesting.
0: Um, everyone knows stickers adds power. Um, At okay. least five or ten horse. So, guys, jump on over to the Fans of Diesel Performance Podcast Facebook group or just our Facebook page, Diesel yeah. Performance Podcast. Let us know, what, what should we name this truck? If we get some good ideas. Uh, we'll put up a poll oh, and we'll let yeah. people vote on it. Yeah. And we we will let listeners name Tim's truck. Now, I have not cleared this deal with Tim, but I'm promising no. it on a recorded uh, podcast, so it has to be <laughs> that'll, true. That'll happen. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It, this, this yeah. is not what we're doing.
2: Yep. As long as it's... Uh... Boaty McBoatface? Trucky McTruckface? How about this? As long as my son can tell can say it which he says some uh, some some things he probably shouldn't say because <laughs>
1: you
2: know, that's just me and my young age there but uh, <laughs> uh, as long as he can uh he can say what it is like suburban is sub, you know suburban <laughs> suburban yeah. or goldie i, I call the suburban goldie so keep it uh keep it simple i think yeah. uh I'm good with that all Come right up with yeah
0: maybe like I said let's get some some ideas in and we'll put up a poll that way everything on the poll will be pre-approved by tim perfect so that that's a fair way yep. no write-ins, no write ins right now Maybe we might do a write-in. Okay, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Paul Wilson, Chris Emke, and this was Diesel Performance Podcast. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, this has been Paul Wilson and Chris Emke. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll talk to you again soon. I think that's sure. how the that, conversation that is, started. He was in me for some free injectors. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so uh...
1: scum. Just <laughs> gum, just gum.